When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Live Free Creative, the podcast that provides inspiration and ideas for living a creative, adventurous, and intentional lifestyle. I'm your host, Miranda Anderson, and I hope that each time you listen, you feel a little bit more free to live your life exactly the way you want to live it. Hey there, friends. Welcome to episode eight of the Live Free Creative podcast. I'm your host, Miranda Anderson. I'm really excited to be here today to talk about checking into your life. This is a really maybe seemingly basic concept, but something that has really helped me as a mom and as a person be a little more aware of my surroundings and a little more aware of all of the incredible experiences that are passing by in my life that I'm a part of, and I can't wait to explore the idea a little bit further with you. I want to start today with a fun segment called Magical Adventure Moment. No one has given me suggestions for the name yet. So if you have a suggestion about changing this (laughs) kind of silly introduction name, Magical Adventure Moments, then send it on over. If you don't have any suggestions, though, we're just going to go with it. Here is another Magical Adventure Moment. particular moment happened several years ago in Jamaica. Dave and I were have traveled a lot. We traveled independently before we were married. We traveled a lot as a young married couple, and this was kind of our first big adventure with a child. Milo was 10 months old, and Dave had a break from school, and I took some time off of work, and we decided to spend a week in Jamaica for spring break. We booked everything our typical way. So we stayed in a guest house rather than a resort. We decided we were going to go to the public beaches rather than the private beaches. We wanted to eat all of the native food instead of going to the more Americanized chain restaurants on the island. And, you know, a lot of places that works really well. And in Jamaica, it just doesn't. (laughs) It just, it isn't the best way to see the island, to be honest. Um, Our guest house was really cute. And it didn't have air conditioning at all, which would have been fine. But we had a 10-month-old, and he was just so uncomfortable. Uh, It was really tricky to be – we were hot and sticky, and the beaches were, eh, like, so-so. I remember at one point – this was not the magical adventure moment part – being out on a public beach and um, walking near the water and noticing there was a dirty diaper. (laughs) Dirty diaper rolled up, just sitting next to the – like, on the sand – 
And I thought, oh, okay, well, uh, maybe this isn't exactly where we want to play in the water with our baby. So just to set the scene, it was kind of, we were all a little uncomfortable. Milo had not slept at all the whole trip. Honestly, like he fell asleep once. I remember in the pack, like in a backpack when we were going on a little hike, he would fall asleep for an hour or two at a time during the night. So he was wide awake all day, usually grumpy kind of crying. And he was a fairly easy baby. So this was very unusual for him. And then at night, Dave and I would take turns and one of us would lay in bed and try to sleep for an hour or two. And the other one would rock Milo in the rocking chair in our guest house room and feed him saltines because it seemed like if he ate... If he would like get to the point where he would get kind of drowsy eating his saltines. <laughs> okay, so none of this so far is sounding very magical, right? Sometimes this is the way vacation is, though. Sometimes it isn't very magical. There were bits and pieces that were really wonderful. And actually, looking back on it, it's really easy to laugh about it and think, wow, that was a definitely a learning experience for us as a family. But there was this one moment. It was the middle of the night. It was raining outside like that thick island, heavy, humid rain. We were inside with a fan on trying to just stay a little bit cool. We were all a tiny bit sunburned. Milo was calm. Even though he wasn't asleep, he was calm for one of the first moments of the trip. Dave and I turned on the small TV in our room and a Bob Marley video came on, an original old school like 1978 Bob Marley video of Is This Love? We were sitting there. I think it was kind of like this moment happened where I realized where I was and what was happening. I looked around and thought, I'm in Jamaica with my baby and my husband. And we're in this cool little guest house with these people. The hosts of the house were Jamaican people. And they had been making us this interesting egg and fish breakfast every morning. And we had had some goat curry. And we had been out on the island. And... We had had, you know, an adventure. Dave and I both love Bob Marley, and his original video came on the TV, and I thought, I'm sitting here in Jamaica listening to Bob Marley, watching this video on the TV with the people that I love the most. You know, I wouldn't trade it. This is exactly where I want to be and what a cool experience we're having. I hope that you've enjoyed that magical adventure moment. And I'm going to link the video, the Bob Marley video. It's a really cool old video. I'm going to link that in the show notes so you can check it out. And if I can find, (laughs) I think I have a couple really old pictures of our trip. I'll try to put those up on the blog too. To set up today's podcast theme or topic, I want to tell you a quick story. A few years ago, Dave and the kids and I were at the end of a long road trip. We love road tripping. I'm a huge fan. We do it every year somewhere. Sometimes it's summer. Sometimes it's during the holiday season. But we love to get on the road and experience different places. This particular day, we were at the end of the trip. I think we were either one day away from home or on our last day. So we either had one more night on the road or we were almost We would get home that night, and we were stopping for lunch. We pulled into a cool kind of diner place. A lot of times we end up just driving through for fast food when we're on a road trip, but when we can, we love to stop at kind of local little places. And this was one of those drive up and then get out of the car and order at the window, and it was like grilled cheese sandwiches and burgers and shakes and onion rings and like really yummy kind of diner style food. We were all tired, though, at this point. The kids were 
on the verge of melting down. Actually, they weren't that kind of crazy manic mode right before the meltdown where they had so much energy. They were like getting straws and and playing sword fights with straws. And one of them had spilled a drink already. And we were sitting at this table with these wild kids. And Dave and I were both the opposite. We were both on the verge of shutting down and going to sleep. We were so tired. And everyone was not in their best state. Dave and I were both low. The kids were all super high and we weren't really meshing super well and I remember Dave and I both had our phones in our pockets and we both pulled out our phones and started checking out and you probably all relate to this feeling like whatever's happening feels like a little too much and the easiest thing to do is to check out So I was scrolling through Instagram, Dave was looking at news cycles or checking the sports, and at that moment, my phone battery died. It was gone, and I had to put my phone down on the table. And I kind of looked around for a second and thought, gosh, this is so annoying. All I want to do is zone out right now. I couldn't anymore. It kind of, for whatever reason, I had this little light bulb moment that said, if you can't check out, why don't you check in? Rather than trying to escape this moment, why don't you dig into it and see what's really happening? And so I remember calling my kids over and looking them in the eyes and saying, you guys, how is the trip going? Isn't it exciting? We're almost home. Having that just like a tiny bit of attention from me, their level came down just a a nudge. They were still manic for sure, but they were able to at least look at me. And Plum climbed up on my lap and she wanted to snuggle me. I started to ask them questions about the trip. And then our food came and it all looked so good. And I engaged with the kids about the food and I was able to really enjoy the smells of the, I mean, you guys, is there any better smell in the world than onion rings? Even if you don't like onion rings, like mm, that's corn bready, hot oil, salty smell is so delicious. The moment in an instant, went from being really, really hard to feeling really, really good. And the change was that instead of checking out, I checked in. This is something that may seem really obvious to some of you. And if you're like me and you have a lot of those moments in your life where the easiest thing to do is to check out, you may relate to this light bulb moment. I have many, many stories I could tell of times when I've been engaged with my kids and everything has been positive and everything has felt felt wonderful. Likewise, I have lots and lots of stories of times when we've totally all checked out and I've thrown iPads at the kids and said, okay, entertain yourselves for a while. Mom needs to check out. Or where I've hidden the bathroom and locked the door and said, <laughs> don't bother me. It's going to be a few minutes and just like sat there staring at the wall thinking, how am I going to get through this next couple hours before daddy comes home from work? I've also had those moments in other times in my life. I remember being in the thick of nursing school and feeling really, really overwhelmed that there were so many things that I needed to learn and understand and do, and I didn't know if I was capable. And so rather than putting my nose down and studying, it was easier to paint my nails or to watch a show or to call a friend. I want you to understand, as I'm explaining this episode, that this is something that I am totally in the middle of. I'm working on it. I'm trying to check in more. That's what I'm trying to do. I definitely still have days and moments where I check out, and that in some ways is self-preservation, in some ways that helps with sanity. 
I have also come to realize and understand that when I'm able to check in with my life and be present in the moment that I'm living, that all of a sudden, whatever felt so hard about it starts to feel a little bit easier. That is what I have learned and what I want to share with you today. So let's talk about some of the reasons that people check out or some of the reasons I check out. A lot of times it's when I'm stressed. When I'm stressed out or overwhelmed, it's easy to want to check out. It also happens when I'm bored, when I'm sitting kind of staring at the wall or when I'm thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to get through this next hour of whatever I'm doing? Sometimes I check out when I'm unhappy. Something has gone wrong and I haven't processed through it and so it's easier to just not think about it than it is to check in. Sometimes we check out when we're worried, when there's things that aren't going according to our master plan, when there's things that we can't control. A lot of times when there's things happening in our lives that we can't control, it feels like the right thing to do to check out because we know we can't control it. And so rather than trying to work through it and process those emotions and that actual experience, it's a lot easier to just float above it and to not think about it, to think about something else. Sometimes I tell myself as a mom that when I'm checking out that that's the right thing to do because I need time for myself as well. And I totally agree with that. I think that I often do it with the wrong intention at the wrong time. That I am instead of taking time for myself as part of a regular routine of self-care and creating a life for myself that I can sustain – That when things get tricky, that I tell myself, oh, I need to check out now because I need some mom time, rather than checking in and experiencing the thing that seems hard and having that actually become something that I learn from or that an experience that I can grow from or that I actually end up enjoying because I make myself part of it because I don't check out of it. So what do we do when we check out? A lot of times in these days, we turn to technology. Scrolling on our phones is probably the number one checkout. Also, watching TV or Netflix series, um, giving our kids the shows and letting them use them, that's a way for us to check out. A lot of times, checking out is simply in your thoughts, though. Maybe you don't have your phone in your hand. Maybe your kids are running around or you're at work and things are happening that you're supposed to be paying attention to and you choose to not pay attention and your checking out is just the form of daydreaming or getting lost in your thoughts, playing out different scenarios, you know, um, all of those things are ways to check out. And you probably relate to one or more of them differently. Maybe you can think of what ways in your life you check out. What are the things that you use, the thoughts that you have, or the technology that you use as your mode of checking out of what's happening? One way to think about checking out is if you stood back and looked at yourself in the situation, a lot of times I can think of envisioning myself floating above my life. Like if I step back and I watch myself, am I actually in my body in that moment being present or am I floating above my body scrolling through Instagram in this virtual world? Am I floating above my body in my thoughts, thinking about something else? Am I experiencing what's happening in my real life? Or am I checked out where I'm not actually experiencing it because I'm living in my head or I'm living somewhere that doesn't actually exist? Does that make sense? The problem with checking out 
is that when I do that, I don't give myself the chance to enjoy the moment that I'm in. I don't even give it a chance. When I check out and I'm floating above, walking around my life, not actually in my body and in my present moment, but living either in the future or in the past or in the zone of technology, I'm not giving myself a chance to really dig into the beauty of the experience that is my life. It's really interesting and seems so simple that the present moment is the only thing that is real in our lives. The present moment is the only thing that we can actually experience. Everything that we think about the future are just thoughts that we're having in the present about things that haven't happened, that they're not real yet. And everything that we think about the past are just thoughts that we're having in the present moment about things that happened. But we're only able to experience the present moment. That is the only thing that is real for us. And in that restaurant on our road trip, what I did was come back into myself in the moment and give myself a chance to experience it, to step back into the realness of the moment And you know what? I found that it was really beautiful. As I looked into my kids' eyes, yeah, sure, we were, I was tired and they were wound up, but there's nothing like looking in your kids' eyes or your boyfriend's eyes or your husband's eyes to connect you to them and realize that there is something really cool and powerful about being in the presence of someone that you love. How amazing is it that there's this person in your life that you get to look at like that? Smelling the food made it so much more fun and enjoyable to eat. Looking around thinking, ah, we're in the middle of who knows where we were, Kentucky. What a cool place to be. When you're in the present moment, you get to actually experience it. There's a book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle that's so amazing. It's really great. And with a grain of salt, it's not the, it's not a super easy read. It doesn't come across like a story at all. It reads a little bit more like a textbook and it's kind of dense and requires a lot of sort of, well, for me, (laughs) when I read it, it required a lot of reading a little bit and processing through it before I went back to it again. But I'm going to link it in the show notes. And I think that it's something that is really interesting to introduce sort of some of these ideas of living in our moment rather than floating up in our thoughts. There's one thing that a quote that I pulled from it that I want to share that says, surrender to what is, say yes to life, and see how life suddenly works for you rather than against you. I have found that to be true. That when I surrender to what is happening in my present moment in my life, that that's me saying yes to life. That's me saying this is okay. Whatever it is, is what's happening. It's what's real. And things start to work for me rather than against me. I'm able to recognize things that I am grateful for. I'm able to recognize opportunities that I otherwise might have missed had I not been checked in. I'm able to recognize other people. I talked about in an episode about making friends, how when you start to see people, you start to see their needs. That's true for the people across the street, and it's true for the people under your own roof. When you check into your life, you're able to recognize people and recognize their needs. And that goes for everyone, including yourself. When you check back in, you're able to understand 
a little bit more about what you actually need. I think sometimes the, for as much as I love my phone, you guys, I love my phone, I love Instagram, I love Netflix, I love all of these mechanisms that we use to check out of our life. I do. I think that they have a place. I think that their place is with intention and not for avoiding. Does that make sense? So we use those things with intention when we want our present moment to be an experience in technology or want our present moment to be an experience watching a really great show with someone we we care about. It's less interesting to me to use those things to escape from whatever my present moment is. And I think that we often do that. It's such second nature to get overwhelmed and to feel like, oh, I need a break right in this minute. And so then we go scrolling and that's a check out. What I have found since this sort of light bulb moment is that when I feel that urge, when I'm in the middle of a moment, it's normally when I'm with my kids and I'm feeling like I'm getting to the edge, like I'm burning out on whatever's happening. My energy level is low. Their energy levels are high. That's when the the typical feeling is, oh, okay, I can't handle this right now, so I'm just going to out. I'm checking out. That is the moment when checking in makes the biggest difference. I have found that that is the moment when when I consciously connect to myself and connect to that moment, I check back into my life that I am able to see everything with fresh eyes. In fact, my energy level usually rises then because I feel invigorated by being present in the moment. So how do I do this? How do I check in? I want you to think about checking in to all of your senses. When you feel that feeling of, "Ah, I need to run away or I wonder what's going on on Instagram because I don't want to pay attention to what my kids are doing or I need to ignore them for a little while. And again, let me just reiterate that I'm not saying that you can never do that because I still do sometimes. What I'm saying is if you haven't been intentional about checking in more often, I'm inviting you to do that because I think you will find that you enjoy your relationships, your children, your life, your work, everything more when you experience it in the first hand. Let's talk about how I check in. When I notice that I'm feeling one of those feelings, the like the flea feeling of, ah, I need to just get out of here, I like to check in with each of my senses. So first, I like to see with my eyes what I do, especially if it's a situation regarding someone else, my kids or my husband, and I need to check in with a relationship. That's when I looked them in their eyes. I'll get down on the level of my kids, even if they're crying, even if they're hitting each other, even if they're breaking things, whatever it is, I get close enough to them and I get down on their level and I look in their eyes and when I see them, it brings me back into the moment. That's my first step for checking in. My next step is to touch. And again, if it's with a relationship, then I hold a hand, I rub a shoulder, I give a hug. When I need to check back in, to my relationships with my children, I need to feel them next to me. I'll pull one of them up on my lap to read a story. If you have older kids and that seems silly, something like patting their back or holding their hand if they'll let you, those types of things, some sort of touch. And if maybe you, it's not appropriate, whatever situation you're in, it's not appropriate to touch the actual person. Touch something. Become aware of the touch. Touch the pillow that you're sitting next to and actually feel it. 
engage with something that's nearby. If you're holding something in your hand, feel it. Feel the weight of it. Feel the heat or the coolness that it gives off. Feel whether it's rough or soft or smooth. How often can you think of actually consciously touching something in a way that you recognize the way that it feels? We go throughout our life so quickly, a lot of times we don't even, we touch millions of things during the day and we don't even actually feel them. So engage with something by feeling it, by touching it. Then I want you to hear. Use your ears. You can ask a question and listen intently for the answer. Maybe you need to check in with yourself. You're out by yourself and you're feeling a lot of anxiety or worry about a situation you can't control and you've just been stewing about it and floating above yourself, thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. You need to just check back in with your present moment. Maybe you hear the sound of the birds singing in the trees. Maybe you hear the train going by in the distance and you can hear the chugging and as the wheels go along the track. I want you to, whatever it is that's around the sound, maybe, and this is going to sound silly, but maybe you need to check into the sound of the crying that's happening, the whining, the crying. Hear it for what it really is. Don't hear it and get annoyed by it. Don't try to control it, but just hear it. Check into it, and you'll find that you're a lot more able then to understand what is and how you can work through it, how you can experience it. I want you to smell, take deep breaths, smell the delicious onion rings that were just brought to the table or the flowers or the fresh cut grass or that delicious, I mean, everything is coming up pumpkin spice right now, you guys. It's almost October. What is the smell where you are? Acknowledge it and sit with it and enjoy it. Check into it. Those deep breaths make all the difference. Breathe in and breathe out and smell it. Once you have seen and heard and touched and smelled and tasted, if you get a chance, I mean, if there's something around to taste, go for it. Taste is a, a huge way to check into a present moment when you can. How often do you eat your food and you don't even remember tasting it because you were so busy thinking about something else that you didn't even enjoy it? The way that you check in is by going through each of your senses and recognizing what that sense is actually experiencing right now. Those senses aren't going to tell you anything about your thoughts. They're not going to tell you anything about that person that you've been admiring on Instagram. They're not going to tell you anything about that memory that you have from five years ago that you can't get out of your mind. They're not going to tell you anything about how to handle the sibling rivalry that is brewing in your family. What the senses will tell you as you check in with them is what is happening right now in this moment. You can do it right now. As you're listening to me on this podcast, you can listen to my voice and hear it, but what else is happening in your life? What do you see? What are you touching? Are you grabbing onto the steering wheel? Are you clenching your fists as you go on a run? What do you smell? What's, what are you actually experiencing right this minute in your life? Can you feel how incredible it feels to be all the way checked in and present? When you're checked in and present, you are then able to better live this moment. 
you're, you have more choices about what you do. A lot of times we check out and everything that comes from us during our checked out period are reactions. They're reactions. We're not thinking through the things that we're saying or doing. We're kind of moving on autopilot. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I wish my autopilot was nicer. (laughs) Sometimes my autopilot doesn't react the way that I actually want to react. And by checking into the moment, I'm able to reconnect with myself and the person that I am, the person that I want to be, and make decisions from what is best right now. I'm able to see other people Not for just the sort of blurry, whining, frustrated person that they seem when I'm not quite in myself. I can see them for who they are. I can love that person so much more when I'm connected to them. I hope this is making sense. It makes a lot of sense to me in my head. (laughs) And it has made a lot of sense as I have used these tools to check in. And it's now language that Dave and I use in our family. We've talked about this and we, we will acknowledge like, Hey, we probably should check in right now. Or do you need to go take some time? I'll check in so you can go take some time to really have a real rest rather than checking out by default, which feels like a reaction and an unintentional way to ignore a problem rather than solve a problem. Checking in is an intentional way to get back into the present moment of your life and live it more fully. And again, I'm going to say that for me, the very best time to use this tool of checking in really presently into my life is the times that I feel like checking out. When I feel like getting out my phone and ignoring whatever's happening in the playroom, that's when I need to go in and sit down and touch the toys and look at my kids in the face and read a story and be, just be with them. When I feel like checking out because Dave and I aren't seeing eye to eye on something and I want to just ignore the discussion, that's when I need to sit down, hold his hands, and be with him. And remember, gosh, I love this person so much and I'm so grateful for him. And all of these other things are just things. All of the decisions are just decisions, but at the end of the day, what matters is this relationship, the realness of it, and the way that it feels, and the way that we are, who we are when we're together. Those are the things that matter the most. I hope that this idea about checking in has been helpful for you in some way. I hope that even if it hasn't been a huge light bulb moment for you, that you'll give it a try. I assume You know what they say about people who assume. But I assume that everyone has their own pathway for checking out and your own mechanism for for how you do that and when you do it. And I want to challenge you for the next couple days that when you feel the urge to check out, when you need that break, that instead of checking out, you consciously and intentionally check in and become present in your life And see how that feels. See how it feels to be a part of your life. 
I am loving creating this podcast so much. I love thinking about the topics and exploring them and researching them as I get ready to share with you. And I also love the feedback that I'm getting. So many people sharing and reaching out and sending me messages and letting me know which episodes are really resonating and the things that you're already doing to implement some of these suggestions and tips and pieces of advice and inspiration into your life. I would love if you would recommend this podcast to a friend or a family member. I also love, love, love when you take a screenshot of the episode that you're listening to and write a couple things that you liked about it and share that with your friends and family on Instagram or on Facebook. It means the world to have you out there talking about my show and sharing it with the people that mean the most to you. I don't take that lightly and I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. If you get a chance to leave a review and that's something you haven't done yet, I would love to invite you to share your thoughts about the podcast so that other people who don't follow me on Instagram and don't know who I am can find the show and discover what people think about it and hopefully become listeners themselves. I hope you have a really, really fantastic week and I will talk to you again next time. See you later. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.